Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Frank Whaley, over here. AKA Punchable Face, remember that? Yeah. Before that guy, SNL guy stole it from me? Yeah, no, he's got a whole book about it. I wonder I how that book is doing. I don't, I don't know. I think I people know. are racing to the bookstore. Coronavirus be damned. I got to get my hands on the Colin Jost book. Yeah, I really want to read that. I mean, that sounds like a dickish thing to say. I'm sure people, if I put, put out a book, like a humor memoir. People would want to read your book because you have worked with some really interesting and iconic people. And some of them have been like notorious villains like Kevin Spacey. Right. And, you know, people like Roman Polanski. He's also a villain. He spoke to you a lot about Sharon Tate and all of that. Yeah, I got a few stories up my sleeve, a few sexcapades along the way, Heather. Oh, geez. I mean, not, not, not personal. That's but. what it would be. It would be like one of those tell-all. There used to be this show in New York where they would invite actors and, and the like to come and read from memoirs. Mm-hmm. I can never pronounce that word. Memoirs, yeah. I Am remember I pronouncing that one. it correctly? I think memoir? So. Yeah, Mem- memoir. Memoir or memoir? It's not memoir. What are you, French? Memoir. Memoir. But wouldn't memoir be the correct No, memoir. Memoir. No, I didn't say memoir. Oh, my God. How do you say foyer? Is this really a podcast about how to pronounce... What? How do you say foyer? I say foyer. Foyer. So why don't you say memoir? What are you, French? They're not even spelled the same. Yeah, but they're both French words with proper French pronunciations, except you choose to say one without it and one with it. Memoir. No, it's memoir. How would you say it in French? Memoir. Yeah, memoir. So here you are in, in Connecticut, you're saying memoir. I don't say memoir. But you say the room that is the first room, I can't pronounce my R's, the first room in your house, you're saying... Is the foyer. Yeah, so why not say foyer? Because that's not how I was raised, to say foyer. I also say aunt instead of aunt, because in my family, we don't have an aunt Judy, we have an aunt Judy, and you can't say Aunt Sandy, I have an Aunt Sandy. In my house, everybody said their R's, hard R sounds so hard that it was unbearable. Car, go out and get my gun from the car, Frank, so I can blow your brains out. What were we just talking about before all that? Memoir. Oh, yeah, we were talking about about the show that they used to do where people, actors would go and read famous people's autobiographies. It was really funny. It was very funny. My fear would be that I would write a memoir. Memoir. And somebody and would do somebody that. Somebody would, somebody, yeah. Like Joan Collins or George Hamilton, their memoirs are so juicy. Right. Well, they deliberately wrote them to be juicy like that. Right. I'm sure they had ghost writers. Yeah. I think yours would be a lot of sad stories from Syracuse. That, I guess. That you could just call it that. Sad stories from Syracuse. Or sad excuse, as we like to call that shit town. Speaking of various sad thing that happened... It doesn't really have anything to do with Syracuse. Nothing has anything to do with Syracuse. A South Carolina woman who gouged her eyes out during a meth-induced psychotic episode. Let me guess, she watched Swing Kids for the first time. Is that why? You read this article? No. In which she thought she could save the world has received a pair of prosthetic eyeballs that make her appear more normal to the outside world. Hmm. So, listen, people. Don't take the kind of drugs that are going to make you gouge your eyeballs out. 
for crying out loud, a meth-induced psychotic episode. Do you remember that drug that people were taking? Was it called bath salts? It made you like a zombie, like somebody was seen eating another person on the street? Yeah. Those are the kind of drugs to stay away from. Yeah, don't, don't do those drugs, kids. I didn't get that psychotic, but whenever I smoked pot, it just made me so incredibly paranoid. It just played on all my normal paranoia and just sent me into paranoid yeah, it States. has that effect. It can make you paranoid. Yeah, it would. It it just just really, really, really awful. Like I just was convinced that people sitting next to me were plotting. It's bad. Yeah, that's not fun. Drugs are supposed to make make you feel good. Yeah, that's not- why. That's why I switched to cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that makes everybody feel great and makes you super charming. Yeah. So this poor kid, Kaylee, she snorted and injected tainted methamphetamine. Jesus. What was it tainted with? The drugs take your fears and beliefs and amplify them. I thought I had to take my eyes out to survive and save the world. She should have called her mother. Jesus. I mean, can you imagine having to dig into your head and pull out your eyeballs? Apparently, she, like, squeezed them. Her eyeballs came out of her head, huh? Yeah, she took them out. I mean, there's got to be a better choice. I mean, even in a meth psychotic haze there's got to be a better like man yeah like you and was Was she she all alone that's what i'm wondering was she alone or was there someone else like yeah kaylee you totally gotta do it man you gotta take those eyeballs out man yeah that was my meth induced psychosis voice you gotta work on that because that sounded not like that i'm not sure what that was offensive to use the word tweaker i don't think so that sounded like a bad surfer God. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, sort of, I guess, I guess all my drug voices sort of begin with right. Spicoli. This woman, she needed to get on that show Intervention or something. I mean, she, yeah. needed, she, needed, she needed some serious help. And, oh, and, and now, so now, so now she's got prosthetic eyes, huh? Yeah. And her boyfriend took her to Applebee's. Is she blind? Uh, yeah, clearly. she can't see. So why does she need prosthetic eyes? Just so she looks more normal to the outside world. She doesn't have big gaping holes where her eyes used to be. But wouldn't you, if you're blind, wouldn't you rather have people know you're blind and wear, you know, like sunglasses? Not sunglasses They're going to know. I mean, you've seen people with a fake eye. It doesn't look like a real eye. Well, as we discussed here before, you and I used to live in New York across the street from the Association for the Blind, which was mm-hmm. a huge building where, that housed... Lots of blind people. All, exclusively blind people. Right. So we had co- a lot of contact with blind people. And I once inadvertently stepped on a blind person's cane, bending it. That's right. Because they couldn't see me coming, but I could see them coming. But for some reason, I thought they're going to get out of the way. But they didn't get out of the way, but obviously, because they couldn't see me. That's why they had a cane. Right. I was carrying a, a load of wood on my shoulder. I was carrying a grocery bag in one hand. I was holding our son, who was a toddler at that time. I was holding his hand, and that cane got right under my foot. I bent to the bottom of that cane. Uh, I threw the wood off my shoulders and went sprawling onto the ground, making sure, of course, that my toddler son was safe before anything. Right. And then... Go on, Frank. Tell the, tell the rest of that well, story. Well, the woman asked me if I could help her get home, and I said, I'm blind as well. I can't help you. I'm, I've always been ashamed of that. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm ashamed that my son... Witnessed it and still remembers it to this day. Oh, yeah. He likes to talk about that one. But anyway, we digress. Well, this is a horrible story that this woman took her eyeballs out. I don't know which is a more horrible story, that this young woman was on methamphetamines that were tainted. I mean, aren't all methamphetamines tainted? I would would imagine all drugs are tainted. She pulled out her eyeballs or that you refused to help a blind person whose cane you had damaged in front of our child. She, yeah, she we definitely... are so lucky that he is such a good person and is helpful and polite and kind because... 
I should have asked. He didn't learn it from you that day. To help her, I should have at least offered to pay for a portion of the cane because it was not all my fault. You should have helped her get home, and given her some cash to get a new cane. But it was almost supper time, and I had wood. I had a load of wood. That, yeah, yeah. Let make sure you clarify when you say I had wood that you were buying firewood for the fireplace. That's gross. Yeah. We'll be right back. You know where we're going to take our next vacation, you and I? No. It's in Bend, Oregon. I'm, I'm ready. I'm going. Bend, Oregon. And um, you know where, what, what is located there? Mount Hood. Is it? No, I don't know. The, <laughs> no, the last Blockbuster store, which is now going to be uh, rented out as an Airbnb. and Stay there overnight. Do they, do they have the videos still? Uh, Airbnb will offer a one-of-a-kind vacation spot uh, with its uh, last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon. Quote, dust off those membership cards for a sleepover inside the world's last blockbuster. When you call dibs on this day, you're booking a night back in the 90s. But this time you won't have to beg your parents to rent the latest horror flick, manager Sandy Harding wrote in the Airbnb listing. So I'm assuming that has all the stuff there. Um, Does it have those tubs of popcorn you stick in the microwave? Guests lucky enough to book the spot will have full access to the Blockbuster's seemingly endless collection of movie titles. Yep, it's all there. But are they on DVD or VHS? I imagine both. And can't you just get them on Netflix anyway? For a charge of $4. Oh, you have to pay for the videos? The selected Deschutes, I don't know what that word means, residents, can relive the rental store's glory days as the room boasts furniture, decorations, and snacks that harken back to the 90s. Sounds like a shitty what evening. What? H- snacks harken back to the 90s? Funyuns? Same snacks that we have now. Hasn't been that long. We didn't have jacked Doritos, but we had all the other Doritos flavors. Though the dream deal for local movie lovers comes during the COVID-19 pandemic, Harding assures potential renters that the space will be cleaned in accordance to Airbnb's new sanitizing protocols, disinfectant wipes, an endless hand sanitizer will be ready, readily available for guests. Endless. A night there would make me gouge my eyeballs out. Reason how much is it? How much Reason is it for the for the? They the don't. Night. They don't say how much. I'm. Sh- uh, it's probably um, how many beds. Well, it's a blockbuster store. It's so. just, but it's just that it hasn't been divided into bedrooms. You just sleep on the floor at the blockbuster. I guess so. I mean, there's no photos or anything in this in this particular. Article. I wouldn't rent that out as an Airbnb. I would rent that out as like a party location like well, a party maybe. venue but i guess you can't really do party venue during the pandemic or you make it a bar make it a blockbuster themed bar it's a good um setting for a horror movie like people rent out this blockbuster and then all these these horror movies come to life or something i don't know what do i know i don't know we got a letter another uh, not a letter nobody sent us a, in the mail nobody sent us anything in the mail but we did get an email an electronic letter Frank. Really? Yes, we did. From from This is from uh, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. People, if you're going to send us an email, which I really hope you do, at whaleyfamilyhour at gmail.com. I love getting these questions. You can ask us questions about anything. Mm -hmm. We haven't asked for questions in quite some time, and we've just been getting a couple. But let us know where you're from. I don't know where Patricia's from. It says, Dear Heather and Frank, my husband and I work together and love to listen to your podcast on our way home. Your podcast is 20 minutes and our drive is 40 minutes. Can you make your podcast longer so we don't have to speak to each other? For real? For real. Patricia is saying to us, 
She doesn't want to talk to her husband in so, the car on the way home. So, but okay. I wish she had supplied a little bit more information. I'm, I'm curious as to where they work yeah. together. They must have their own business. That's probably because I'm thinking about this whole pandemic. You can't like, like a, hus- a husband and wife. It's probably a family-owned business. Would it you could imagine? Be, or, you know, at our local high school, there's two sets of teachers that are married. Could be something like that. Well, or they no could be like maybe now. they met at work and they you know fell in love at work and got married and now you know oh, I don't know man there could be a lot of things but I do understand if you, especially if you work closely with your spouse which you and I work closely together sometimes I'm sometimes just to... you get really sick of hearing that person's voice especially if you have to have a conversation with them and then go put on headphones and listen to that whole conversation over again I know a couple of things about marriage how it all works. Because you and I have been married for an eternity. For freaking forever. And we take it one day at a time. Yeah. Right? Yep. But I know that early on, it sounds like this Patricia has been married for some time. She's got some history here. Either she's got some history or she's just, like, they're just sick of each other. I remember when you and I first started driving together places. Uh-huh. It's a little bit strange when the first time you're doing anything. Like, you know, so you're driving together and if, on a long drive, it can be tough because if the conversation lulls right you're talking so, about like a road trip but these people have been married that's what i'm saying so they've been married a long time so it's okay to have silence in the it car. is okay to have yeah. silence yeah i haven't spoken to you in two days i haven't spoken to you since the last time we did this podcast right it's good to- good i'm to actually see trying again. to recall a single conversation that we had in since yesterday when we did that podcast yesterday if, we, if you and i are in the car driving somewhere it's the conversation is probably something like this heather why are you going that way that's what you say. Why are you, you going this way? You would be like, could you stop that? Or you say, could you please you say, roll down the window? You really smell. What? No, I never have said that. But you'll say, why are you going to this gas station? Go to the Shell station. We get 10 cents off at the Shell station. Or you, or, or you say. <laughs> Even though the Shell station is 50 cents more per gallon. We have had that say, argument like 50 times. Or you say, turn off the groove. I want to listen to Spectrum. Or Pearl Jam Radio. I've never listened to Pearl Jam Radio. <laughs> My favorite serious radio station is, is it The Blend? The Blend? No, no. The, I like, it's... Um, it's I'm, Soul Town. I, I love Soul Town and The Groove, but if I'm going... My third option would be the singer-songwriters, like, from the 70s. What is that? Is that the, I want to say The Blend, but I don't think that's... I don't, think I don't it's know what it is. Anyway, Patricia... I would say, first um, of all, we don't even all, know where you live, so we're not going to give you any special. We're not going to make things longer just for you, yeah, Patricia. Yeah, just for you, Patricia. Because you haven't given. We don't even. First of all, maybe maybe this is the problem of your marriage. You you didn't communicate a lot in your letter. I want to know where you work. I want to know how long you've been married. I want to know what your husband's name is. Yeah, maybe you guys need to get some details out. Be- yeah. become a better storyteller. Yeah, I mean, you can't just and also you, stop being so selfish because, like, you're asking us to like put extra work, twice as much work. Just so you don't have to talk to someone, what are you going to give us for it? Not marriage. Did you buy a bobblehead? Not marriage counselors here. Maybe we should charge for these questions. Maybe if you're going to send a question, we, you know, you send a money order for ten dollars. Now nah, I won't do that. No. But in all I seriousness, I like getting these questions. In all seriousness, Patricia, if you're listening, I would say I can't help you really. You know, maybe listen to the podcast and put on Soul Town or or the Groove. If you have. Oh wait, here's what you could do. There's a thing where you can listen to your podcast at half speed. Some people listen to it, speed it up, so they get through the podcast twice as fast. Put it on half speed. We'll both sound like we're completely drunk, and then it'll take the whole 40 minutes. Problem or you, solved. you could get one of the two audiobooks that I recorded. I don't remember the names of either one of them. Uh, wasn't one of them, the, it was called Winning Something. Winning? Win, winner, I don't know. No, you're all I, confused. 
Whatever. Um, you don't even know the titles of half the films and television production I've done. I wouldn't expect you to know either one of the audiobooks that I recorded. I think I actually did three. I wasn't good because they kept on having a problem with my R's. And that's not a joke. The guy well, would you, say, maybe you, we should cut that because what if someone wants you to record an audiobook? And they're like, oh, and I've said, said it on before. this podcast. I've said it before. If anybody's written a book without any R's in it, without any words with R's, I'm your man. Or if you want a book where it's the narrator of the book is a guy from Syracuse who can't pronounce his R's. That's, your, that's, that's you. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. That's me. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry, Patricia. I would say my suggestion was the best and listen to it at half speed. Or get a new husband that you have a conversation with easily. Or listen to the new Taylor Swift album. That's good. So again, write to us at whaleyfamilyhour at gmail.com. Tell your friends about the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and like and rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts because that's, that's what matters. And hit me up on Cameo, y'all. I'm tired of y'all not hitting me up on Cameo. <laughs> y'all. Yeah, what am I? Jed Clampett? Bye. Our River Dirty. <laughs>